With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everybody, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast, episode 40. We are an old podcast. It's official. 40 40 podcasts here. But uh, all kidding aside, today's podcast is called Robbing Peter to Pay Paul. We've all heard the famous phrase that one must occasionally rob Peter to pay Paul. Well, today we take that phrase one step further because we're going to rob ourselves to pay ourselves. Now, how do we do that, you might ask? Well, today we welcome to the podcast Mr. Nick Barish of West Banco Bank to discuss home equity loans and home equity lines of credit, as well as the important part that they can play in the life of a homeowner. Now, here's the man that single-handedly robbed Peter and Paul simultaneously, your host, Mr. Jason Wilcox. Thank you, Nick. Or thank, Nick. thank you, Lou. <laughs> I was I was more worried when you said the, the the person who's Rob Peter and Rob Paul both. I feel like I should put a disclaimer. If you're the authorities and you're listening, I've not actually robbed anybody. So watch watch, watch this episode airs and the next day I'm calling Lou for jail money. And make no mistakes, Lou, your ass is getting that phone call. <laughs> You know, we've done 40 of these and I have to come up with an interesting like quip at the end of your um, uh, intros and like we're on number 40. So it run a little thin, brother. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm scraping I'm... the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, on that note, I'm just going to turn it right over to our uh, guest today. Nick, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for being on. And and I must say, uh, right before we became on, uh, I said that you were looking fantastic. I'm sorry that we're only recording the audio of this today, not the video, because you are just the haircut and the and and the beard and everything looks fantastic. I know this makes for horrible podcasting that I'm talking about your looks, but I just wanted to compliment you and say you're looking good, my friend. You well, look marvelous. It's better this way. I don't want to distract your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't want to cause any female listeners to have impure thoughts or anything. That, you know? that, that's true. However, if it gets us more clicks, well, we won't go there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick, to get started, I like to start the podcast off the same way every time we have a guest. The first thing I like to do is just have every guest uh, introduce themselves so we can get to know a little bit more about you and uh, and the business that you're involved in. Sure, Jason. I'd love to. Um, as you said, uh, Nick Barish, West Banco Bank. Um, been in banking for about 17 years now. I know that ages me a, a bit there. Um, almost as old as your podcast, I guess. Right. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> you know, I work with consumer customers, commercial customers, um, bread and butter really is financing and helping people obtain their goals, whatever that might be. And, um, you know, the list is a plenty. It can be anything from home improvements to purchasing a car um, to, I mean, you name it, fill in the blank. Uh, I have people take out loans, loans just because they can. And that was actually, uh, said to me earlier this year. So, um, that's, that's in a nutshell what I do. 
Yeah, I um, I remember the first time I got to talking to someone about home equity loans and home equity line of credits, which we're going to talk about more about today. And I think their exact phrase to me was, it is your money. You can do it on whatever you want. If you wanted to take out $100,000 and spend it on hookers and cocaine, you can do that. And I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> So great way to think about it. <laughs> so, so as as we get into today's episode, I want to be very clear. Nick works for West Banco Bank. The title of this is Robbing Peter to Pay Paul. This is not an episode about robbing a bank. We are not in any way encouraging or soliciting the concept of robbing a bank. If you're listening to this episode thinking you're going to ha- learn how to rob a bank, you can just move on to the next podcast now. Um, today, what I wanted to talk about was... Home equity loans and home equity line of credits, talk a little bit about them and and how they can uh, really benefit uh, a homeowner throughout the life of their uh, homeownership. So um, I guess uh, the first question is, um, we are talking about home equity loans and we're talking about home equity line of credits. They are two different things. So I know those phrases get intertwined a lot. So Nick, my first question is, let's start with what is a home equity loan? Sure, sure. So um, similarities really with the two of them end at what your collateral is. You're essentially borrowing against your home, the value of your home to take out a loan or a line of credit. So home equity loan is exactly that. It is a loan with a fixed rate, a fixed term, and a fixed payment. That product specifically is for those customers that like to know what their payment's going to be every month. They want to know that they're going to get a bill in the month uh, or a bill in the mail every month for the same payment. They're going to write that check for a specified period of time. And when they finish paying off their payments, be it 60 months, 120 months, 240 months, whatever the case may be, whatever term they choose, they are done. That loan closes and we release the lien on their property, which I know we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Yep, yep. And uh, so in that case, how does that differ from a home equity line of credit? Okay, so a line of credit, the way I like to explain it is it's essentially a credit line, just like a credit card that's secured against your home. Now, our particular product doesn't actually have a piece of plastic you can swipe as most of them don't um right you act you access your line of credit with a checkbook and you basically pay as you go so you establish a line of credit for a certain amount whatever that may be and you draw on it when you need it so if you don't need it and it is just sitting there you don't make a payment just like the credit card that you don't have a balance on there's no payment due at the end of the month If something comes up that you need to access funds, you simply write a check. Uh, And and again, for whatever reason, um, even the reasons that you explained earlier, I don't condone that type of behavior. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we, we don't ask for receipts. We don't check up on you. You can literally spend that money on anything. And um, your payment is based off of the amount you borrow generally interest only, although we always put a plan in place to pay down that principal because we don't want our customers to sit out there paying interest on something and not paying it down. And um, as you borrow more, your payment will go up. The interest rate is variable. That's one other difference between a loan and a line of credit. On a home equity loan, 
typically you're going to have a fixed interest rate, a line of credit. It's going to be variable and attached to prime. Got it. That makes sense. And I guess the, the most important thing to note is, is that with, with both of these, when you're talking about a home equity loan or an equity line of credit, like you said, you're borrowing against the equity you have in your home. So if your home's $100,000 and you currently have 50000 on your you know primary mortgage, that's $50,000 of equity. That's what you're borrowing against. Essentially, you're going to have two payments, correct? Because you're going to have your principal mortgage, and then you're going to have this home equity, either line of credit or home equity loan, correct? That's correct. It is a, it's a totally different borrowing vehicle than the mortgage. Um, in a lot of ways, they both work the same from the perspective of how the, the collateral is uh, attached to the loan, how those liens are filed. Again, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but it is a totally separate product, just like having a Chase credit card and a Bank of America credit card or a West Banco credit card. Um, <laughs> it, they are both standalone products. Absolutely. And, it, or like I even think about it as like every month I pay off my my mortgage, but I also pay off my car loan. I have a, a car loan that I have to pay off. I have my credit card I have to pay off. Absolutely. So um, as we mentioned before, uh, hookers and cocaine are not the best usage of either one of these products. <laughs> but they're fun to say. <laughs> they're, fun to, they're fun to say, especially on a podcast where we we'll try to keep this PG. I just see Lou go like cringing over there going, well, so much for the PG on this podcast episode. Um, kids, if you're listening... Don't ask your parents what hookers and cocaine are. You'll learn it on the schoolyard by fifth grade. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess my uh, my next question is, um, it, I, they can be used for a, a wide variety of things, but maybe it's just an example. Uh, Nick, what do you see being kind of one of the most applicable or maybe one of the best or easiest uses for a home equity loan? So a home equity loan and a line of credit both can be used for the same purpose. It all depends on the client and how sensitive they are to changing interest rates. That's generally what will make the decision. Yeah, that'll make the decision for most clients on whether they're going to go the loan or line of credit route. Um, But typically, Jason, to answer your question, home equity loans are used for debt consolidation, home improvement, um, a, a purchase. Some people use them for a family vacation. You know, some vacations can go uh, pretty expensive, um, but they like the um, the predictability of taking out a loan for five years, for ten years, and knowing that okay, if I borrow twenty five thousand dollars and I take out that loan for five years, my payment's going to be four hundred and fifty bucks or whatever it comes out to based off of the interest. Right. So they can budget that into their monthly budget. And um, that makes people very comfortable um, where they know what their cash flow is going to look like based off of that payment. So um, those are some, some typical things. Um, I've, I've seen wild and crazy things. I've seen people take care their families to Disney on a home equity loan. I've seen people buy Winnebago's to travel across the country for retirement. Um, I mean, you, you can literally use a home equity loan for anything your heart desires. <laughs> so before I get to a point about the home equity loan, I guess we'll just jump over and say that a home equity line of credit is kind of the same thing. Like you said, you can use it for home improvements. What, what other things have you seen a home equity line of credit used for? So home improvements, of course, is a huge one. 
um, college education, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, families will take out a home equity line of credit um, just to have it there so that they can, you know, pay tuition checks in a, in a timely fashion. Uh, we all know how expensive college is, or actually, yep. Jason, you will. And, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In about eighteen years, I'm going to know real quick. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but the line of credit, um, you know, it's it's a very flexible product. That's where you know clients will, um, you know, they can pay on it what they want. The rates are variable, which is you know a downfall to some people. But it um, it gives you the flexibility of an interest only payment, so you control your cash flow. Um, you control what you're going to pay on it every month. You control what you're going to borrow, and um, you know at the end of the day, as long as you have the discipline, and that's the word I use a lot. That's exactly. Yeah. I was about to say, so you, you can hear me rustling the papers. I literally wrote that word down. Uh, again, makes for great radio that I'm doing, uh, referencing my Zoom camera that no listener can see. <laughs> That's exactly the word I wrote down was discipline. It seems like home equity loans are better for people who need that who need that discipline, who are maybe not so great with money, whereas home equity lines of credit, for those who are a little more disciplined, because if, it seems like when you have that freedom in home equity lines of credit, I feel like you can more easily get underwater if you're not careful. Yep. And I can give an example, not to get off topic, but think about a credit card statement where it says in the corner, how long it'll take you to pay it off if you make the minimum payment. So generally speaking, it could take you 14 or 15 years to pay off 2000 bucks just because of the way the payment set on a home equity line of credit. It could be even worse if you don't have the discipline to manage your cash. Because we only require interest-only payments, as does most financial institutions that offer a home equity line of credit. I'm sure there are some out there that require principal and interest, but generally speaking, it's an interest-only payment that allows you to make the payment as you see fit. So if you're paying interest every month, you are literally paying for whatever you bought. Um, in some cases, two times over three times over, yep. uh, especially with the terms being, you know, a little bit long, um, you know, you, you can, you can end up spending way more money than you need to on, on whatever it is that you're doing. Absolutely. And we're going to, I want to keep going with this thought and then we'll come back to some previous thoughts I had, but um, you you hit the the nail on the head with, with, you know, you could be paying things two and three times over. Cause I think for me, what I get very nervous about as a real estate agent with people who have home equity loans and or home equity lines of credit, plus their mortgage, plus this, that, and everything else is that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, when you come to, to close on your house, these are all leanable items. Like once you go to sell your house, these things need to be paid off correct that's right that's right you are not going to be able um to clear title so to speak without paying off um all liens that are filed against your home so any mortgage you have any home equity loan and uh, any home equity line of credit in some cases people have all three and and you have to pay them off Yep. And, and I'm just thinking round quick numbers here. Let's say you have a $100,000 mortgage, a $50,000 home equity loan, a $25,000 credit, uh, and then you know $20,000 in closing costs. If my math is correct, I think that's $195,000, you know, and you can only sell your, you know, your house for one hundred and eighty-five. dollars 
guess what? You're now bringing 10,000 to closing or you're not selling this house and you're, you're underwater. Like you, you can't. So I think that's the other thing going back to that discipline issue. You got to be real careful because those things have to be satisfied. And, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Last time I checked, the IRS has not uh, come up with some new law that says when you die, all your debt goes away. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I, I, if, if they did, I certainly missed that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, if you pass away, then your heirs and your assigns have to have to take care of that. So um, yep. so to, to go back, we, we kind of went down that road, which I really wanted to go down because that's some really important information. Um, I wanted to go down there because it kind of leads me into this. Jumping back into home equity loans for a second, I know something that I see a lot on in my side on the on the real estate side is that home equity loans can actually be used if you're very careful with it. They can actually be used to help you purchase your new home before having to sell your current home if you're in a situation where you're maybe looking to buy a an upgraded home you're looking to buy a bigger home correct that is correct yeah you can borrow against your your equity and use it for the down payment um you know if you're planning ahead you know that's not something you want to do when you're under contract yep um you want to you want to do that well in advance um, so that you can get that taken care of. Now, when you, when you do those types of things, you also have to consider that, um, you know, all of that's going to be included in your debt to income, which, you know, we'll leave that up to the mortgage professionals that are doing yeah. the mortgage underwriting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those are also things you want to consider. Yep, absolutely. Well, and it's interesting that you bring that up because I was about to say, anytime I've done uh, this with you um, or or your predecessor, uh, Dan Baxter, we've done this a couple of times. It's all, it's always been a love triangle because I'm talking to you, but I'm also having to talk to our good buddy, Jim Martin over at Movement Mortgage because it's all part of the the loan process where Jim has to know what's going on the loan side. You guys are processing the, the, the home equity loan. But on the flip side, I've seen it work just to kind of give an example numbers wise. I've seen someone that buys a house for hundred thousand dollars lives in it for five six years makes a crap ton of upgrades that house is worth 150 and they only have 80 to pay off so what they do is they get the home equity for a loan for like 125 they pay off the first loan so that's gone and then the difference you know that 80 minus the 125 now all of a sudden that forty five thousand is what they can put towards the the down payment mm-hmm. um but the thing i want to discuss is there are loan to value ratios on the home equity line or the home equity loans, correct? That's correct. Home equity loans and line of credits will fall under the same combined loan to value guidelines. Um, prior to coronavirus, we were one of the few lenders that I know of that would go up to 90%. That is not the case anymore. Um, and, and most lenders do follow suit. You're looking at about 80% loan to value with any type of home equity product. Um, I'm sure there's some outliers there that are still going a little higher, but that to the point that you made earlier actually protects your clients from overextending themselves and, you know, having to come up with some cash. You know, if you're, if you're only going up to 80% loan to value or 90% for that matter, right. Um, that generally leaves enough room to, to get out from under your other house, you know, once you're moving into your new one. And, um, you know, everyone lives happily ever after. Yep. And I was about to say, uh, I know something I caution my uh, buyers, sellers with is, is, is I'm not the banker, so it's it's not my 
my place to say that I'm the banker or what to do. But I tell them, hey, look, you know, if you can only take out maybe 75 or 80 percent loan to value and to just to kind of give you uh, real um, basic numbers, listeners, so you know what's going on. Loan to value is this. If your house is worth one hundred thousand dollars. 80% loan to value is 80,000. The most you can take out is $80,000. If you're at 85% loan to value ratio, the most you could take out is 85,000. Um, you know, I always tell my buy, my, my buyer sellers, Hey, look, when you go to sell this house, you're going to have at least eight to eight and a half percent, uh, you know, of the sales price in terms of closing costs. And that's if you get a full price offer and you don't offer seller assist. So if you take 90% loan to value for the home equity loan, and you've got to pay that off in a month when you sell the house, plus you've got eight to eight and a half percent, um, uh, closing costs, you're coming pretty darn close to, to, you know, using up all that money. And then you may have to bring money to closing when you go to sell your house. Cause you're real close. That's right. That's right. And, um, that's one of the things you do not want to mess with because that's, that could be a deal breaker on your end, Jason, for sure. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, and I'll tell you right now, uh, Nick is a, is a very sweet, loving, kind guy, but I will tell you oh, that the, the, the higher, the higher ups at West Banco and, or your other, uh, banking lending financial institutions are not as kind and sweethearted when it comes to, Oh, uh, you have to bring a thousand dollars to closing. They're not as kind or sweethearted when they want their money back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's just business. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, well, uh, before we wrap this up, one of the questions that, uh, I always love to ask every Every guest is what funny story do you have in your years of banking? Nick, I have to think there's at least one. It doesn't have to be home equity loan or lines of credit related, but there has to be at least one good story. You know, you can leave yeah. out the names. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change the names to protect the innocent. Um, but when when you uh, when you ask that question, there's one that comes to mind, and I still chuckle now thinking about it. And this was probably about 15 years ago. So I had an employee, let's call him George. Okay. Um, okay. George always did things over the top and, and George was a larger man. So um, you know, George, George wore his belt a little high, let's just say. Okay. So um, you, you've heard the phrase, the water cooler, you know, the, the water yes. cooler talk and whatnot. So most offices do have a water cooler. And we did back at my old employer, we had a water cooler in the back and it was a Culligan water cooler that took five gallon jugs. Yeah. So every so often <clears throat> the jug would run out and we would have to change it. And we kept it clear on the other side of the branch. So George volunteered to change it. He walks over grabs this five gallon water cooler out of the, the room where the ATM was, where we stored the, the leftover water or the extra water, I should say, instead of carrying it normal and just simply grabbing the neck of it and placing a hand underneath, he thought that he should fling this thing up on his shoulder and carry it across the office. <clears throat> now I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking he flipped it up. And it just kept going and it fell down and water, five gallons of water went everywhere. No. And, and let, let me, let me sort of paint this picture. We had a completely full branch of customers. 
<laughs> of course, so, of course you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. These things only happen when there's like 30 people around. Um, this, was a, this was a busy, busy branch. So George flings this water cooler, or I'm sorry, the, the water jug up onto his shoulder. And <laughs> his pants drop to his ankles. <laughs> Bearing his his tidy whities and all, yes. And and let's just say that I had a female colleague who was working next to me at the time, and, and we'll call her Susan. And and Susan, damn near had a heart attack from, from laughing so hard. She literally could not contain her laughter. Oh, and we 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 replayed it on camera. Yes, yes. It's a bank. There's security cameras. How could over, you not? <laughs> over and over again. Um, back then, we had VCR tapes. So, I mean, it was easy. You just rewound and hit play again. And it, it was it was amazing. Like, literally, as soon as the five-gallon jug went up onto his shoulders and his hands went in the air, his pants dropped. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. I will never forget that as long as I live. And I, I swear to you, when I retire from banking and write my memoirs, that will be in there. Rest assured. Please, please tell me he put the water jug down, pulled up his pants and just went living by dividend fan down by the river. Because I just got this. I just got this Chris Farley, Matt Foley image in my mind that that's what he was going to do. The funny thing was, is it, so this guy and, and I still run into him from time to time and we, we share that story. And, and I have to say, he's a great guy. Um, <laughs> he did not miss a stride. He put the water down, pulled his pants up, had a smirk on his face, walked in and just simply shrugged his shoulders. And said, oh, well, Pretty cool. that's hey, all what can you do. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's the best, the best way to play that off. <laughs> gave him all show, didn't I? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. Poor Susan. <laughs> It took five years off her life. <laughs> <laughs> Me, meanwhile, I also have this vision of just like this sweet 90-year-old woman in line just going, I just came in to make a deposit. <laughs> <laughs> she got her money's worth that day. That's yes, sure. she did. Yes, wow. she did. <laughs> Well, on that note, Nick, uh, before we turn it back over to Lou, the last question I have for you is just any final thoughts for our listeners about what we discussed today. And that can include the, the, the pantsless man and the water jug. Yeah, of course. I mean, like I would say to just about anybody, Jason, um, you know, at the end of the day, do your research, do yeah. your due diligence, um, seek out more than one professional to help you. If you're looking at something, if something doesn't seem right, ask questions. You know, that's what we're here for as financial experts. We're here to make sure that you get in the right product to accomplish the goal that you have um, in, in the, the easiest possible manner. And, and that's not always the same product for every customer. Sure. You know, some people want a home equity loan. Some people want a line of credit. Um, it doesn't matter. There is no wrong answer. Um, as long as you're comfortable with what you're doing. That's the most important thing. Um, you know, banking's evolved over the years and, you know, our customers have become very savvy as they should. Yeah. And, um, you know, it makes our jobs easier and harder um, because, you know, we have to earn that business. But at yep. the end of the day, it gives us the opportunity to, um, you know, put customers in the right product and, you know, just, you know, like I said, help them, help them achieve their goals no matter what they are. 
Yeah. I, from the outside looking in, these are both great products. And I've seen a lot of people accomplish a lot of good with these products, you know, whether it's home improvement, paying off college loans, you know, <laughs> buying a bigger house. There's a lot of great things they can do. Uh, but like you said, you got to get with the right person um, to, to discuss that and and to make sure that you're using them in, in, the, in the right way. And of course, before I turn it over to Lou, I will just say that anybody out there listening, if you're looking for someone uh, that, that will give you the right advice and lead you in the right direction, you you need to call Nick over at West Banco because he will be one of the ones to lead you in the right direction. So Nick, thank you so much for being on. This was a blast. I'm so appreciative that you could be on and um, just thank you again. And I will turn it over to Lou. My pleasure, Jason. Thanks a lot for having me. It was a blast. Nick Barish, everybody. And uh, you can uh, get a hold of Nick by uh, run on his cell phone. It's 724 724- Four nine three six zero five eight, and you can email Nick as well at n bearish, and that is b e r e s h at westbanco dot com. Uh, great talk today. Learned a lot as always. And if you have any questions about uh, the home equity line of credit or home equity loan. You want to get a hold of Nick right away. Uh, Our fearless leader, Jason Wilcox, is the real estate advisor that you need to get a hold of. He's the guy you need on your team. If you're thinking about maybe purchasing or selling, uh, uh, you know, six months from now, a year from now, Jason wants to get a hold of you. He wants to start a relationship. He wants to see what he can do for you. And you can get a hold of Jason at 412-651-4638. Or Jason.Wilcox at PittsburghMoves.com. Great episode once again of Really Real Real Estate Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, remember, we're here every week. Don't forget to check it out. Always go back and listen to past episodes. There is a veritable library now up there. 40 episodes of great content and information on a wide variety of topics having to do with your home, real estate, purchasing, buying, loans, things like that. And uh, so check out all the past episodes and we'll catch you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.